0: Hello and welcome to the Geek and Ice podcast. For some strange reason, I, Gorthal, is the, uh, I guess, narrator, announcer guy. Biscuit isn't here today. He had some prior arrangements. So, gonna go around the table as he normally does <laughs> and uh, introduce ourselves. Uh, hi, Gorthal here, streamer of Twitch. I am here joined with Codeman the Fox, our guest. Tell you me about yourself there, Codeman
1: and the viewers yes hello i'm codeman the fox i uh i actually killed him uh so sorry guys you killed you killed our narrator i killed biscuit i'm sorry Uh, i'm a uh uh, i'm a racing game player primarily uh currently i'm doing an esports uh qualifier for that and i placed like 33rd recently but that's besides the point um i'm really good friends here with gorthal and dwarvian and uh, I will leave it to Dwarvian.
2: It may Dwarvian Shanzu. Welcome everyone. We are going to be uh, having some fun tonight. I think this is a good group.
0: Oh yeah, so much fun. You guys just don't understand how much fun we're going to have and the great topics that we got.
2: You were so monotone for that. <laughs> like we're, we're going to have going so to much have fun. It's going to be the great. most
1: fun. Like it was an accident. I I didn't mean to kill Biscuit. I didn't mean to.
2: What about the, what about the wee biscuits?
0: How did you, how did you kill him is the thing. That's where I'm trying to piece this together. How did you manage to kill our narrator? So you don't even know who he is for the most part. I mean,
1: I mean, I, I tried to bake a biscuit and it turns out it was him. So,
0: so you took him out of his home. Which was coincidentally like a biscuit casing of some kind. Look, I thought
1: it was the grocery store, okay? Alright. You took a grown man,
0: actually, out of his own home and baked him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alright, well. We will get the police involved, but we do okay. have a podcast right. to get to. So, that right. that's a little bit more right. important. We'll figure out the murder later. Sure. Okay, thanks. All right. Thanks for respecting that. Okay, so we're on our first topic. You guys have been probably hearing and seeing a lot about People leaving Twitch to go to Mixer uh, for some strange reason. The big forerunner of that kind of movement has been Ninja. I'm sure everyone knows who Ninja is. Fortnite streamer extraordinaire. All right. Went over to Mixer because he got an exclusive deal to stream specifically with them. Um, Another big streamer, it was just like, what, two weeks ago, I believe, roughly, if that. Uh, Shroud used to have been a CSGO. MLG Pro streamer is also exclusively a mixer. And Dwarfian. what was the name of the other guy as well that just went recently?
2: That would be King Gar- Gothali. Right,
0: and that guy is a Destiny 2 streamer, I believe. Yeah, he's real
2: big in the Destiny streamer.
0: So a lot of people are going over to Mixer though for some strange reason. And I believe Pokimane might as well. There's been elusive and peculiar tweets in regards to that. And also I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Tifu, There you go. Supposedly he's going there as well. So we're going to be seeing a lot of division between the stream marketplace, which is kind of weird because Twitch was kind of like the forerunner of that. YouTube tried to do that, and they still currently are. Honestly, there's not much impact from that. But Mixer, though, on the other hand, they're grabbing all the big fish they can. So maybe there's going to be a big Twitch and Mixer war. I don't know if you guys have seen Anchor Man before, where all the anchor <laughs> people were fighting. It's going to be maybe like that with Twitch and Mixer.
2: If they're going to put all of those names in one area and allow us to whoop on them, sign me up. Listen. It's going to be an I actual battle royale. would love. Yes, please. Holy shit. A Drop real me one. in. I'm coming in hot.
0: It's the, I mean, it would make sense, too. We have so many battle royale games. They're trying to figure out what to do with you know the next one. I think the next adaption of Battle Royale would actually uh, kind of circle all the way back to the original film Battle Royale, where it was in real life. I mean, we just got to do that, I think, for the next adaption of the Battle Royale. It's so like an oh.
1: IRL adaptation? Just... Yeah, exactly. Okay. We had film,
0: uh-huh. we had game, we had
2: movie, uh, Hunger Games. Now we just need it in real life. All jokes aside, I feel like that is not too far off from being planned right now. Like, can you imagine getting all of those people together for like one event, like making a charity event? Even like the tabloids would explode. (laughs) You know, I think we might be, uh, we might not be the first
0: ones to predict something like this, but I don't think it's actually that far fetched. I bet this could happen. It's not going to be a lethal battle royale because that's illegal, like a paintball one or something of some
1: kind. I could definitely see that. Well, Mr. Beast already did something like that
2: last year. Did he, right? did he do it with, like, it this Big year? People,
1: though? It was, like, airsoft guns with, like, balloons and shit.
2: Oh, see, look at that. We're already too late. Yeah, he already did
1: that. It was, like, sponsored by, like, Apex Legends when that came out, so... Really? Yeah. I had no idea about yeah. that. That was a while ago. I don't exactly know when that was, but, like, they had a right. bunch of, like, famous YouTubers. Like, Leon Lush was there and everything, so...
0: Yeah. Interesting. I had no idea. But, um... I know we kind of all set our bits and pieces about that. Um, so I'll kind of go around the table as Biscuit does. So, uh, Codeman, uh, do you have anything else more to say about the topic?
1: You know, I think what um, what Mixer is doing is actually pretty smart. They want to they wanna get their stream service going. And to take the top faces of Twitch, that's the way to do it, to be honest. And I feel like Mixer um, is actually taking care of these like streamers a lot better. Uh, you know, I mean, with their offers to, uh, stream exclusively on Mixer for a good amount of, uh, lump sum cash, that's, uh, that's for one, very good for them. And, uh, it also does kind of split like the viewership between the two sites, but that, you know, it's, it's kind of a battle at this point. Like, because once you get the people from Twitch over to Mixer, then, uh, Twitch is going to start falling in numbers, but then Twitch might try to do something. So I think it's just going to be like an all out battle for a little while. If uh, if this thing really kicks off on Mixer, it's really
0: funny. It's like a a tongue in cheek way to kind of just give Twitch the middle finger really from Mixer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what it was.
1: As soon as they took Ninja, that was just I mean, wow,
0: this is your most profitable streamer. He had Drake on with him. That's a pretty big deal. He's ours now. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and everything that happened with Ninja and everything at that point,
0: like, I don't think he's coming back to Twitch, to be honest. No. I mean, that'd probably be a breach of contract, too, which he already signed up for. Well,
1: if, if his contract was up. Five years. Split.
0: Five years. Oh. Okay. That's on record. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, Codeman has said his piece.
2: What about you, Dwarvian? Mixer is also completely backed by Microsoft, which has more money than anyone should ever have in any one oh, location. yeah. <laughs> So, uh, they can do these things and like basically write it off as they'll find a way to write this off as a tax, like break. And they're able to completely back this streaming service here. And they, they walk on the scene, what, two years ago, I think was like their, their big debut. And now they've already, you know, sniped out a lot of huge earners. So right there alone, they're already making their money back. And the other side of this is that because they're doing that. Twitch is gonna to have to respond somehow, and while they they won't be able to get back to people that they've already lost, they may ultimately make it better for everyone who's on Twitch because it's that whole um, that ecosystem in like the business world where if you have a competitor that's you know shoring up their their weaknesses and like fixing the issues that they have with it, they're becoming more viable as a, a opponent. Twitch has a lot of issues that are going on. So I think it's going to be good for all of us little guys too. Cause we're like, you've already seen some of the the benefits that have been reached because of Ninja's loss. We, uh, we have ad revenue going to affiliates. Now that was, that was in talks, but never was ever validated anywhere. So now that we actually have this going for us, that's one major revenue stream for people who normally would never have seen that money. Uh, we also have the, like a little, little tools that are being added like pretty much like every other week at this point. Um, the, stream community chest and that will become like a a massive piece of it. Like it's it's available on pretty much every stream now, whereas it was an option, but it wasn't really pushed. And now they're openly talking about all these like crazy new features that they've been working on, that they've been basically holding back for partners. But because they realize that they're hemorrhaging their highest paid partners that they're, they might be trying to go for the low ball and just get as many small fish set up to make money and kind of like get back their revenue stream. Instead of having like the just the one huge pinnacle, people, it's a lot of, a lot of moving pieces here are making life better on Twitch. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna be able to keep up completely if they keep sniping people. Right. Yeah,
0: those are all really really good points. Um, especially the one with the tax write off, because not a lot of people know that that big companies they actually do like just give money away because they would in other like essential reasons have to give it back to like the government, for example, for mm-hmm. tax write off. So it's like a smart way to like put money in the right direction that'll just get you more back. So that's a yeah, really good point. You can
2: pay it to the you can pay it to the, the government or you could throw it into the world and see what happens.
0: That's why I mean it's nice whenever like a celebrity donates like to like a charity, but it's kinda has a different meaning to it too.
2: <laughs> well you gotta think that Also, you have the whole public backlash, but the public eye on them now, like, seeing all this happening is legitimizing them. Exactly. So, Microsoft, um, they've had some bumps in the past, as we all know, Microsoft, but they, uh, they definitely know how to play the game. And they have taken down many, many different, uh, competing fields, not just, like, just companies that are, like, computer-based companies and whatnot, but they, they pretty much taken over. A lot of different like active, they're just walking into the gaming one now. Like this is just another walk in the park for them. Like they throw money at problems and problems disappear. Yeah, yeah.
0: very valid points. So, uh, without further ado, uh, we will go ahead and skip on on to topic two. So, recently, I think this is also within like a good two week time period. Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second here, guys. I got to stop this right now. Our co-host, who we thought was dead, just said hello to us in the chat. So that might be might be apparition. Oh,
2: wait. He's might alive. Apparition. Uh, he's, he's only getting every other word. Quick, make every other word a swear word.
0: Oh, uh, Biscuit. It's good to see that you're alive and kicking. Hello, sir. Welcome. Welcome to your show. That's probably a weird feeling, I'm sure. But uh, topic two. So recently, within the past two weeks... Uh, there has been a lot of donations going on to save the environment. So there is a group uh, that was started by the YouTuber Mr. Beast. I'm not sure if anyone's familiar with them, but he's a fellow that does a lot of challenge YouTube videos and throws a lot of money at people, which is um, kind of good, I guess, in this case, because it got people inspired to donate money to him to plant trees. So for every dollar I believe he gets, uh, this fella's going to be planting a tree somewhere. Uh, and this caught wind pretty, pretty much everywhere. To where Elon Musk himself has donated a million dollars to the Team Trees um, group. To where um, that means a million trees are going to be planted somewhere. I just feel like hearing this though; it kind of makes me laugh because like it sounds like a lot of work. And also, where are they going to put these trees?
2: <laughs> well, okay, so it's not just them. They're actually working with another group. Oh. Um. Uh. Let me. Uh, it's a separate group that they're working with. They are planting trees themselves, but also it's this other...
0: That's fine. So Team Trees is working with a different organization that actually plant those trees. Correct. I mean, you couldn't expect one group of people to plant a million trees by themselves. That would probably take like a lifetime, I think. I tried... That's funny. And this, I'm not going to go too far off on a tangent, but I used to work at a national park I planted just a couple of trees and it took a while. So, oh, yeah, I takes, know how long this would while. take. It'd take a long time. But um, while Dwarvian is looking up that information for the team tree, um, I guess the specifications of how they're actually operating, um, there was another donation after Elon Musk. The CEO of Shopify, his name was Toby Lutke. I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly. Uh, he donated. A million and one dollars. So he kind of pulled the prices right on Elon and just donated one dollar more than the original offer. But it's just good to see that a lot of the people uh, are actually giving a crap about the environment, like the big fish. So it's kind of like a good thing to see going on. But ironically enough, it's kind of going into our previous topic to where, um, although it's good, it
1: is kind of a tax write-off thing is what I'm seeing. Ironically, it's kind of a... Like a flex too, at the same time. It is
0: a flex because he he after Elon did that donation, <laughs> he changed his Twitter handle to tree lawn.
1: I know that was the and greatest And he has a picture oh of a gosh.
0: tree now. It's his image.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna one up you. Literally, I'm gonna plant one more tree.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> um, so the the group that they're working with is the Arbor Day Foundation. Oh, I've heard of um, that. Which Arbor Day, if you're not familiar with, is the the national day you're supposed to plant a tree. Neto. Now that's
0: heartwarming, and also I think the Twitter CEO also donated as well, if I'm not mistaken, is like 250,000 trees. I suppose are going to be planted from his donation, so not as much as a million, but
2: hey, that's quite a lot of trees. So the the reason why they started all this is because apparently uh, Mr. Beast actually hit 20 million subs on. YouTube and this that's what triggered all of this. Really? He said that he wanted to, he wanted to single-handedly save the world, which he has been uh, pretty much called out on because he's asking people for money, so like he's not really single-handedly doing anything, but uh, neither here nor there. I hate I hate pretentious people, so.
0: Yeah. But, well, I mean, kind of the, sorry.
2: Oh, uh, go ahead, Cole.
0: Man, okay. I I was yeah. Go ahead, man.
1: I feel like he's kind of the ringleader behind a lot of like charity events and everything. And I think personally, what Mr. Beast does is uh, is very noble. I think uh, he's got like everyone, like uh, everyone in his heart. You know, he wants to make sure everyone's you know um, doing all right. You know, he supports people and yeah. So that's really what I like about Mr. Beast, and
2: uh, he's just all in all like a uh, really good guy. All right, I would like to counter you with something because like, I love playing devil's advocate. Oh yeah, here we go. What goes hand in hand with helping people on such a large uh, scale like this? Fame, publicity. Yes. Well, yeah, I, I so suppose he, he is doing
1: it for that exposure as well.
2: Right. So, like, he he may be doing good things, but it might not necessarily be for the right reason. This is the part of the internet that I have an issue with here is that just because someone does something nice doesn't mean that they're a good person. They could be doing this for clout and I hate using that word, but there's no better real term for it. Um, and he's, he's basically been doing this, this outlandish crap forever now. And he like, thank God he has now switched it to a more lighter, like, you know, try to save the world and whatnot and like planting trees is an amazing thing, but you can't, you can't judge a book on the cover.
0: I'm just scared that with all these trees being planted, that the trees themselves are going to revolt against us finally. So they're going to have the numbers. They're going to have the numbers on us. So there's going to be more trees than people on the planet. And they're like, oh, good. Look at this idiot who's planting more of us. This is what we needed.
2: The trends are going to war. So like I you guys
0: seen the the happening? You know, when the plants revolted against us and you know, everyone started jumping off of bridges and stuff. That's what the trees are going to do. So... We need right. to maybe start chopping down these trees that they plant.
2: <laughs> now we have to keep yeah, up and we cut gotta down, down those trees,
0: trees they're going to revolt against us. That's why we've been chopping them down so long, guys. I hope you realize that. We don't need paper that much. We actually are trying to keep down the hordes of the coniferous trees down. Is that is that the reason? Yeah. That's specifically why. Everyone's saying it's because of the environment and, uh, you know, we need paper and, you know, it's bad for the environment. No. They're trying to kill us. Well,
2: think of it this way: Did you know that there is anywhere between three point five and seven billion trees cut down each year? Three point seven I mean, billion. Yeah, I can
1: I can definitely believe 3, it.
2: Three point five two seven billion oh. trees cut down each year.
0: So you're saying that Mr. So, Beast is not doing anything at all, really, in comparison? To that, not right? really.
2: I mean, yes, it's a, it's an amazing you know thing to do because no one else is doing it, but. He's not saving the world. He's, he's he's helping to keep it going for just a little bit longer. That's a good point,
0: too. And brought this up. And this was a joke from a Futurama, I think, as well. Uh, with all those trees, the world is going to become pure oxygen. Then that means with one match, since oxygen is pretty flammable, um, the world will set ablaze. And that's what happened on Futurama. So, effectively, um, he might not save the world. He might end it with all these trees. That'd be a pretty cool twist. Maybe that's the plan.
2: <laughs> that's the plan all along. <laughs>
1: yeah, Dorvian, I definitely agree with you. I, th- I think there could be something lurking behind the curtains. It, there is always like that impression that public figures get that they're like really good. Oh, they're always um, And I guess, yeah, there is always that suspicion, uh, especially with those like, like higher public figures that are like super viral. Like, they want to look as good as they can, but deep down, sometimes they do have those ulterior motives, and...
2: Yeah, so I totally get that. Um, and I don't want to uh, cut you down there. Like, I don't oh, mean no. to say that he's a bad person or anything. Like, it's just, these are the things we have to think about. We can't just, like, like, oh, he planted trees, he's a good dude. Like, it's just either maybe something... Yeah, that's kind it. of what the general
1: populace does. They kind of look at him as, like, a, like a heroic figure. And, I mean, uh, I, he's the charmer, I guess, you know, so... We need to stop
0: hating on him, okay? I'm over here in my Mr. Beast t-shirt, drinking out of my Mr. Beast
2: mug. I got a Mr. Beast action figure in my go, other go hand. to shopmrbeast.com. guys talking Beast. crap <laughs> about him. It's funny that you say that, though. I mean, that's something that goes hand-in-hand hand with this, though, because he's getting his name out there merchandising. Like... Yes, people are donating money to these trees, but at the same time, Mr. Beast's name is plastered all over this. You think he's not making money off of this? No, he's making huge
0: Goku dollars because Elon Musk, has his hands in the entire meme market for
2: whatever reason, has a... Uh, You can thank uh, PewDiePie for that. Oh,
0: that makes sense, then.
2: Uh, He he called Elon out, and Elon hosted meme review or whatever. So... (laughs) (laughs) After, at, oh yeah after that like he's fair game to all the, the, oh, the youtubers dude. out in the world elon is definitely
0: the guy i love the most of like any of this kind of stuff though because he was on the joe rogan
2: podcast <laughs> <laughs> and the, the guy's got a great sense of humor too oh, like I, I know there's he's you know there's a lot of controversy in, with, involving him as well but at the same time like he's he's a funny guy he is
1: it's amazing yeah, well, I mean, isn't it, like, hasn't he done good for the environment already? Because he's, like, the Tesla guy, right? He he's, Oh, yeah, like, big that. time. Like, he's... like, he makes electric cars and shit. What is he doing? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like he's just. I don't
0: <laughs> love him that much as in comparison to other people. Nece- but... It wasn't
1: a necessary move for him because he's already, like, green, I would say
0: people yeah. compared to well, him as like the Tony Stark of our generation and oh my god he it's kind of true but it's not like that grandose but like he's doing a lot right and now for the next three hours we're gonna talk about Elon Musk so guys get your popcorn all right now all right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a musk man myself dude, I, I rock the musk merch all day long dude <laughs> I got a Tesla goldfish it's actually pretty cool. <laughs>
2: God, he's got a little fuel cell trapped to him, (laughs) dude. It's good for the environment. Okay, don't worry about it. But okay, I I don't want to dive too far into this, but there's actually something interesting about that. How everyone assumes that he's very green, though. Did you know that the fuel cells that they need for the Tesla vehicles are incredibly dangerous and not? not very like the creation of them is so bad for the environment that um they can be <laughs> i figured oh yeah, they can be arguing you know i did hear something yeah, like that. So, yeah i figured it's it's one of those things that like they they out one outweighs the other slightly but like if one of these fuel cells explodes like like that's all it takes is that one one thing like that to happen but it's it's that give or take like there is no such thing as, as a purely good action let's say because like you, yeah these green cars are going to be amazing and they're going to save energy etc cetera, etc cetera. but you know making these products is a huge impact on the environment so i just want to throw that in yeah there. they're I just in want a factory a
0: yeah they're in a the factory making <laughs> these things which isn't necessarily good for the environment but
2: Tesla power fibers on sale and oh thanks access, biscuit that's what's behind we got the curtain, curtain. <laughs> Oh, man, well, you gotta, like, power them in like, solar-powered for, like, three hours before you can go to town? You know, I'm not, I'm not
0: surprised, like, he wouldn't have something like this out here, because he, this guy made a flamethrower. Why wouldn't he have these?
2: True. And I tried my damnedest to get one of those. The flamethrower? Not gonna lie. Yeah. Like a civilian flamethrower? Yes. Seriously. <laughs> yes. Okay, what it is, it's a, it's a brush, like, they call it a brush torch, but it's a very short Distance flamethrower.
1: They oh, use man. it for
2: clearing out brush in um like like uh, fields, which is a horrible idea right now with everything that's going on in California. <laughs> Rip. Um, maybe that's how the fire started. And
0: and we thought oh, this you, man was green. Come he's on. he's doomed to California. Good job.
2: <laughs>
0: that's terrible.
2: But so like that's another misconception. I'm full of misconceptions. So I'm just gonna,
0: we need to have a conspiracy maybe. corner one because
1: there's.
2: Oh, That'd be please, good. Po- please,
0: please. Conspiracy <laughs> Corner Podcast.
1: All right. Nobody's, nobody's green in before this
0: Elon Musk is uh, <laughs> summoned here with all the talk of him. Somehow <laughs> he's gonna. He's just gonna pop up here. Uh, the next topic, which uh, doesn't really have much to do with Elon Musk, but I thought was interesting. Uh, my other co-hosts admittedly said they don't have much to say about this so i'll try to try to set this up as best as i can so for the third topic uh my chemical romance emo band from the early 2000s that broke up a couple years ago i believe uh is getting back together and the news of this and their little concert sold out within minutes actual minutes of uh it being announced a lot of people are crying about not getting the tickets, so it's good to know that the emo people are still alive and you know doing the thing. I thought all the emo people they they weren't around, but apparently they're still still about, probably hiding under rocks or oh. something. I'm not really sure. No,
2: it's 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 actually worse now, man. There's like different like sects of them. It's sects. No.
0: There's different sex of emos? I haven't seen one in a very long time, Dwarvian. So this might be a very good topic then that I brought up. Cause I only saw a well, picture I mean, yeah. of one on a subway.
2: And this is a picture.
0: Well,
2: the, I mean you have the old the old ones like the Screamo's, the the Oh my bear, I got this. Okay.
0: I didn't know that there was more running about now. I thought they were officially gone. Oh no no no. I,
1: I feel like this concert is just gonna be like the audience like overwhelming the the instruments and they're not even gonna hear the music. The audience is just gonna be like the screaming audience their will asses be that off. loud
0: that the music won't be heard. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, so my Chemical Romance though they're coming back, guys. So if you if you like them, uh, Tough Titty, you're not gonna be able to hear them because their tickets are gone. So maybe you can catch out. the live the live show or whatever pre recording. You won't be able to see them live at this point, unless if you talk to a ticket scalper, then maybe you could get to see them for a thousand dollars, which is probably not too unrealistic. Um, Other bands are falling in suit of this as well, because I mean, within like a day or so of announcing that um, Rage Against the Machine, older rock and roll band, uh, decided to say, "Hey, we're gonna do a tour as well. We're gonna get back together." Totally uncoincidental, guys. So, I told this to my girlfriend, too, who also said, she's like, oh, wow, this is super exciting. I hope uh, One Direction gets back together, too. <laughs> I was like, no, that freaking better not happen. Okay,
2: so I was mistaken. Jonas it's Brothers.
0: not of- The Jonas I like the Jonas Brothers. They're pretty
2: good. The Jonas Brothers. Well, they're, they're yeah. still making music. They're just not together. Yeah, they're still doing their they thing. They just put out a song, like, what, what, like six months ago they put out a song? I forgot which I, Jonas I Brother know. it
0: was, but he was on a Post Malone song, too. For the new album, so oh, you're right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's so funny at the beginning. Shout out to the Jonas Brothers. I'm like,
2: shout out to the Jonas Brothers. (laughs) What's going on here? Um, so I was mistaken. It's not different types of emo. It's just different types of goth in general. Oh, gothic.
0: Yeah, gothic has been running for quite some time, and I think continue.
2: You know, there's smaller,
0: but they're still going. There's like the rave goths and the mall goths.
2: the new one of the new ones is Cyber Goths. Cyber Goths. Okay. Yep. The Romantic Goths. So the um, Romantic Goths. Um, yep. Hippie, tribal, casual. Tribal Goths? Uh,
1: I'm trying to yeah. imagine a hippie goth. <laughs> like,
2: what? Yeah, okay. So, hippie goth is like, um, they have like the headbands. Um, like You know how like, you see like a traditional hippie? They have like headbands. Okay. Dress, they got the
1: peace um, sign like necklace shawl. and everything, right?
2: Yeah, but like everything black. God. So, like, think of like, hippie like instead of like the light browns and like the natural colors of like like leather they not leather but like the, the fake leather they use there and whatnot um just everything black sandals giant shades um apparently they swapped out the uh peace sign with crosses because goth mm, um, right apparently the romantic goths are very are the ones you see uh, apparently uh very uh promiscuous
1: promiscuous as as the hippies were <laughs> yes yeah, yeah.
2: Well, they, they, this is Romantic guys. like they're, they're wearing like the corsets, but not like the full thing, like stuff like that. The Cyber goths are heavy into, um, what I can akin as close as I possibly can to the Predator, um, oh, dreadlocks. Yeah, oh, so you know like T-800s
1: or something? Oh, wait, no, it, that's Terminator.
2: Yeah, no, like the, the tubing around the dreadlocks and like intertwined with bright, um, luminescent colors. Like the bright greens, the bright um pinks, uh, very biohazard-centric, things like that. Ah, uh, okay.
0: Well, this is very revealing. Want- I'm glad uh, I brought this up because yes. I didn't think I was going to hear this today. So the emos are no longer, okay. but the Goths are still thriving, which makes sense because, you know, emos had a certain part of their culture, which pretty much indicated that they wouldn't last very long. If anyone understands
1: what I'm saying, you know
0: damn get, dude i kind of disagree
1: my younger brother is a total emo he's he's one of those like really depressed high schoolers i got, got some like bad news then for you ass man. Ass you better
0: he better change genres sorry I well man. i
1: think i think it's a dying breed for sure
0: dying breed very good choice of words
2: <laughs> oh god come on guys. very good choice
0: of words um that being said though uh it's interesting though uh, a lot of what's going on lately is just bringing back what was cool as now what's going on between movies and music. So we're probably going to be seeing a lot more of this, uh, this coming year and next year. So I guess we're running out last, of ideas, maybe for new stuff.
2: we we'll look back the last even 10 years. Look at what's been going on. Uh, one of the, the most large of action movies is literally collecting all of the old action stars and putting them together. The Expendables, right? Exactly. Yeah, I love yep. those. Like that—that that was like the the very beginning of it, and that was what eight years ago, I think. Yep. Like that was like the downward spiral of all this. Like they're bringing back, um, they're bringing back TV shows. They're bringing back uh, movies. Like look, look at Disney and all of their remakes that are coming out. Um, it everyone has become so basic that they cannot come up with their own ideas. So like, hey, you know, what would sell the same thing that already sold a gold mine
0: but yeah
2: it goes along with it does rehashing of well, that's a good point expendables creative.
0: really did kind of forefront that didn't they because like before that is like kind of newer stuff like early 2000 that's just all this like crazy movies like well, i guess ai is a little um, old but like ai <laughs> for example you
2: ai you had the the transporter that's why uh Statham was in there because like his, his transporter movies along with um <laughs> I was about to bring up Snatch, but that was a prelude to all of the
0: movies, Oh, yeah. Right?
2: Yeah, it was. Right. was in that, too. But.
0: Yeah, and he was in the Hobbs and Shaw movie, which was pretty good. I'm not sure if anyone's seen that. I liked that a lot. I hope I wanted that the to see sequel... That. Have you seen it?
1: No, I wanted to. Oh, you
0: want to? I'd recommend it. It's a good film. It's uh, The ending was kind of weird, but I wouldn't say ending, but where they took it, I guess. Where the final... Finale of the whole thing, with what they did, but I liked it all in all.
1: So I think there was a point. There was a point where I've watched like Statham's like films, like older films, like on Netflix and stuff, because I was like really into him as an actor. He was he was pretty awesome. Yeah, when
0: did he have hair? I was just always curious. He never he, he never, never had
1: hair. I think he he he, he, he started in so like a snitch. cop movie <laughs> in like 2006, and he might have had hair then, but he no longer has uh, hair. He,
2: he had a sum and snatch, uh, just a little bit though. He had the, the 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 line in the back where like you know his he's been losing hair since, he was <laughs> which I can say that because I have too so I know that life.
0: <laughs> and not to continue the the Statham conversation too much further, but doesn't he actually know like martial arts and stuff? Like that's why his films are oh, pretty yeah. good. Like he actually does all his stunts and stuff, if I'm not mistaken. He's a good it's actor.
2: a of uh of action movies, this because he's doing all of it himself. And like when most people are using the harnesses to jump off stuff, you don't yeah, no, it he'll does just it. do it. He's like whatever. Right? Jumps off a
1: two story building
2: with, with yeah. nothing. That's why him and The Rock are such good friends because when they were doing the um, that one Fast and Furious movie, both both of them were trying to one up each other with their, <laughs> their ability to do crazy stuff. That explains the Hobbs and Shaw movie, <laughs> which I haven't seen yet, and I need to because I I love both of them so much. Yeah,
0: you'll like it. Um, the main villain too was actually pretty cool. Which is important to me. There always got to be a good villain because it completes the whole thing. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. If they don't have someone who's equally as awesome, they're going against at some point. This is a buster.
0: Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, enough talk about the film world. We're going to be getting into the (laughs) video game world because we talked about streaming. Ooh, talked about trees. Ooh, trees are cool. And then music. But now we're going to actually talk about games, which is where I have my specialties in because i don't know much about that other crap so uh blizzard had a blizzcon recently and they announced that they're going to be releasing overwatch 2 and diablo 4 and i think something else too
1: i forgot
2: um the release of the next expansion for World Warcraft.
1: yeah that too the when, next one when does wow. the second one come out the second overwatch
2: I
0: don't think they have a hard set date for that, but I'm sure sometime next year. Early oh, next I, mean, year. I was going
1: to say, if they release it like, by the end of this year, like, it would tank at this point since like, the boycott oh, and shit. No. It wouldn't.
0: They, I don't think it would, which is the sad part.
2: If you guys aren't familiar with BlizzCon, they do incredibly vague release dates. Um, if if they give you a year, or like if they give you a month, you're lucky. They almost certainly will just give you a year. Like twenty twenty one. That's what they did with Diablo Three when they first released it like coming two years from now. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> we're thinking about Where's Diablo it? 3, so we'll get back to you. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean I think I think they originally put it for the, the year coming, but it then got pushed back two, two times, both of which were uh six months apiece. So Right. Yeah. Which I feel like all three of these are probably gonna get hit by one just for the record. So while very cool that they have these, at least in mostly functioning order, because there was a playable demo of Diablo 4, which I was super pumped for, Um, I would not hold your breath. They will be coming out in the future, not near future. Yeah, well, all these releases with, with will that,
0: be in the near future.
1: Yeah, with that game, I feel like what they did was something kind of like Rainbow Six Siege, where they would keep building on their game. Why wouldn't you just, like keep that game but just keep adding the new content and for instance if you wanted to add like a solo player or a single player experience like a campaign why wouldn't you just build off the old game i feel like you'd be divvying up the player base a little bit because some people want to stay at like overwatch because they won't like the new features of like overwatch 2 possibly or something so i mean i mean it was an interesting choice i think they just wanted to make more money
2: <laughs> oh yeah i was going to say i'm like have you have you uh... Seen anything in the marketing world before? Because that's exactly why they did it this way. They take a new title, they can hype the crap out of it. Um, it it introduces mysticism into it, or like a, like a mystery, and people don't know what to expect. Uh, so if you're like, oh, Overwatch is getting an update, like they know Overwatch, they're they're comfortable with Overwatch. When you say Overwatch Two, it's a whole new game. People are like, I don't know what that is. I need to look more into it. It brings up the hype. Um, I mean, when you, any of your, your, the big games that you play, when they say they're going to like put out an expansion, you go and look it at that, right? Like you look it up and you take some, a few minutes out of your day to look at it. When people see a new game that's coming out in the same genre that they really enjoy, people are going to like deep dive into that because they, they don't know what to expect. So they have to find out more, which brings the hype, gets people talking and that equals money for them.
0: And we all know that Blizzard really loves money.
2: Money, oh, money. That
0: does. Yeah, it's funny. During the BlizzCon thing as well, there was the the protests that, you know, they said that where they were gonna do, and they did. Um, and th- the president of Blizzard issued an apology. And you know, I watched the video and you know, seemed apologetic of what was going on, what he was saying made sense, but you know, the the protesters didn't really care. <laughs> From what yeah, I was I reading. No. So Well,
2: if he really felt bad he would have he would have addressed it. Within two days. Of I 10. know.
0: Instead of all this outlash, then saying, oh, now we feel bad because you guys said it's bad.
2: At least they didn't blame their uh, lawyers like they have in the past. Well, like we couldn't <laughs> say because we were under under uh, the the eye of our lawyer. They were saying that we shouldn't say such things. Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Like you, we're going to sue you. Right. Like, because of what you said. No. Right. Right. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure like they only issued the apology
1: because like, they were scaring people away from the door of those protesters. Like, and they wanted that money. They wanted that exposure. So like, I mean, they wanted to basically, you know, kiss bum. So in that sense, like just to get people to go back into the con, I feel like, yeah, again, like people get scared away if like there's a whole group of people just hating on like Blizzard or whatever. Just kind of a hive mind thing, you you know. It'll spread influence in a sense, you know you got people at the door like really really chanting their cause and like people will catch on
2: yeah I was, I was gonna say the uh if you have a very energetic outspoken group that are like you know really into it and it's something that you're already into with like gaming and whatnot you're gonna see a lot of people who might not completely understand what's happening but they want to be part of the group so they're like hey yeah let's uh protest I want to be part of the, the, the crew of the the like what's what's uh, on the cutting edge
1: yeah, yeah, Screw the con, I'm, I'm about to join the revolution <laughs> I want a good game I want a good game developer I
0: know, that's why indie indie devs are just like crushing it with everything They are too It's a different world The big companies are kind of crumbling a little bit
2: I actually work with a bunch of indie devs so, um, it, It's kind of crazy what they're able to do and the interaction that I can have with them and how my voice changes things
0: yeah, that's what I like about Indie Devs. Like, um, the one game that I love the most that has uh, Indie Dev that I like a lot behind it is uh, Stardew Valley. Good example.
2: Yes. His, com- his company one, yeah. that
0: he's working with at the time, Chucklefish, there was a controversy that happened with them. And, you know, he didn't even like anything that was going on. So he decided to self-publish his game. So that's like a good example of like... Um, indie devs listening to what's going on, being self-aware instead of just giving
1: you know half-assed apologies. Oh yeah, I feel like indie devs and everything are just you know smaller game devs in general are definitely better about getting feedback. Like you know you know correcting their game with the feedback that people are like giving. You know like they do actually care a lot more. It's not really because a lot of the times those bigger ones, it's just business mindset
2: and it's really I we don't we don't give a shit about you. <laughs> you
1: know <laughs> we just want that money.
2: And yeah, the indie games usually go or word of mouth, so they need that word to be good, so they push that much harder for it. Whereas you look at like Blizzard, they can play on a commercial. Oh, yeah. And anything that's said on the forums is completely trumped by someone getting hyped up by the game after watching like whatever show that they're watching. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I mean, I myself, I put in a lot of like recommendations to like indie games and everything just to like help them improve their game. I feel like um, most of them if not all of them, unless they're like a lot bigger, they'll like, listen, they'll take into the feedback. They'll be like, Oh, thanks so much for that feedback. You know? Um, and I mean like, for example, like dirt rally Two, like I play that all the time, but it gets buggy as hell and they hardly ever listen. It takes like days for the thing to get patched or whatever, it takes weeks, sometimes months. And, uh, there's still issues to this day with that game. So, and that like Codemasters is a very big publisher developer. So,
0: Code Man, Code Masters.
1: Hmm. <laughs> oh, there's a correlation there. Yeah, there is. Maybe a, I maybe I run Code Masters.
0: There's a possibility. We'll get
2: that partnership.
1: <laughs> maybe I launch the esports program.
0: Makes a lot of sense. Oh now. snap!
1: Maybe I run the whole show. But yeah, I didn't
0: give. I guess my two cents on Overwatch 2. So I was about to talk about Diablo. Oh, but sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> I was just making sure we're covering all the bases here getting all the points across. Um, uh, pretty much what Codeman said, I agree exactly with it cuz Overwatch just came out not that long ago. When you look at all the other competitive games, like Counter-Strike when it went to CS:GO, the original Counter-Strike was old as dirt before it went to, you know, a new transformation and it was actually like a new transformation of the game. Overwatch 2 from what I can see is just adding a campaign onto it and maybe a couple new characters. That sounds like DLC to me.
1: So, oh, what is it like three, four years old now? Overwatch, something like that. And it's then you look at Counter Strike, and they've been long. running. Yeah, they've run. They've been running Counter Strike for like seven years. This this build, this game, and CS I hear along, Yeah, Counter Strike
0: so. itself has been around for a long time since like you know when PC gaming was starting to pick up. That's when Counter Strike yeah. was out. Yeah, yeah, it's not
2: that you're thinking like like Windows Two. What was that? It's, it, it was after Doom and after Wolfenstein and, and all that. Those were like the trend centers. Yeah, it was like Windows 2000. So it was like right around 2001.
0: Yeah, exactly. See, that's that's a long time. So that's like a long enough time to be like, okay, we can continue the name now and make it a little different, change up the formula. Overwatch has been barely out a couple of years. And they're like, we need Overwatch 2 with campaign, please. Yeah,
1: you, know, you know what you don't really just absolutely like ticks me off though is these bigger developers especially activision lately with their modern warfare but i'll get back to that in a second It's
0: <laughs> always like but a like, new one every five seconds
1: but like seriously like um i just hate how they do you can clearly see what like how, what they're doing is like a, it's like a business move you can clearly see it you can't you don't have to speculate you just know for example like like modern warfare see what they're doing with overwatch is they're you know putting that single-player campaign in the second game but modern warfare decided oh we'll do split screen for the multiplayer we'll do couch co-op for the multiplayer but we won't let you do couch co-op for the survival mode you gotta go get another copy so you can play with your friends (laughs) you can't play on the same console on the same couch nope we want money
0: yeah this is frustrating So i mean it's because they know that, you know, that's like a small group of people that want that in comparison to everyone that just wants to get it to play multiplayer. So they don't want to like cover all their bases
1: and make sure everyone's happy with the product. You can clearly see it, though. You can definitely clearly see it because like they got the split screen available for the multiplayer mode. Yeah. So they, <laughs> like, like, they kick you out of it. It's like that, yeah. you guys are. I see what you're doing here. You dirty mofos.
2: Well, that's the thing, though, is that they know that the people who want, like, couch co-op like that are, like, ravenous for it. So, if it costs them an extra 60 bucks to do it, they're going to pay yep. it. They're like, it's possible? Take my money. Please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's just kind of dirty, you know? Like, it, it just shows that a lot of these bigger developers just don't really care about, like, little things like that that would make a whole mass of people happy. They'll inconvenience, like some people to please the masses you know they don't really look at people individually and maybe what they might want from a gamer standpoint or even just a specific group of people I don't know if that makes any sense or if I'm going in circles here
0: I don't know Um, what you're talking about it's like you're speaking Chinese or something (laughs) I I got it maybe I'm just just as crazy as you are (laughs) I'm just kidding come in No, that makes plenty of sense. But um, see, here's the thing, too, with the games that they said they're going to release that makes sense. They're going to release Diablo 4. Diablo 3 has been out for a while, so that makes perfect sense in comparison to Overwatch 2. And from the gameplay I've seen of Diablo 4, I'm very excited for it. I love top-down dungeon crawlers. They're literally my favorite genre of game. Something just so satisfying about just collecting a lot of loot. I think I have like a hoarding problem or something. I
1: played but, um, the third one for like an oh, hour. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's my only Diablo me so much.
0: You told me that before the podcast, and I was seriously considering kicking you off of it, but seriously, <laughs> <laughs> take the hell Diablo out of here. 3, but I did
2: not play it. It's like okay, we uh, we gotta see uh, biscuits' opinion on that, and see if we can get him a computer, because uh, I'm gonna play the crap. Out I of it. know,
0: and. <laughs> The way that the Diablo games play, his computer—I'm not sure—we'll be able to run it, but there's a good chance he could, and that's like—are you guys talking about me
1: behind my back right now? Seriously?
0: Yeah, we are also talking about. (sighs) It's like, oh man,
2: tell him.
1: Yeah, it's not like I have a potato for a computer. I still have a toaster, guys. Come on, I'll be able to run Diablo.
0: (laughs) No, but we were talking about uh, Biscuit's computer, so. Oh, Biscuit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cause um I recently got him Left 4 Dead 2. I hope his computer can run that. We'll see Sunday. Hmm. But yeah, Diablo 4 though, man. Ah, I'm excited. Uh, a lot of people didn't like Diablo 3 in comparison to the older ones. I guess they weren't true to the formula or whatever. But
2: I like three, so I don't know. It was a good game in its own right. It wasn't a Diablo. Well, since I'm, uh, it wasn't. Oops sorry.
1: Oh, All right, so since I'm not really like you know super knowledgeable about that, could you just give me like maybe a little rundown on Diablo? Like, just a basic, what kind of game you is it? You
2: hunt. You basically travel across the, the world hunting demons. There is a very specific group of demons that keep causing issues, um, and you keep having to kill them. It sounds repetitive, but it's not. Um, I mean it is. Um, multiple games, there's obviously been three of them at this point. Um, first one was very centralized. You we were dealing with one of the prime evils. uh, two kind of opened it up a little bit. We were dealing with more of them and then three, basically you're at like full on war with them. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's just a lot of loot gathering and killing things and making builds and stuff to fight different types of creatures and problems. And like for this one in particular, there's like challenge rifts too. So there's, like, even harder enemies and certain, like, solutions you have to come up with to, like, get past them in different builds. So it's, like, a lot of strategy, a lot of uh, button mashing, a lot of collecting loot. It's good, like, mindless fun, in my opinion. But if you want to get further into it, you most certainly can. Because, I mean, you can make crazy builds to where you do, like, a gajillion damage and live forever. Yeah, 3's been out for a hot minute. I've had that, shoot, for years. I still come back to the Cage Links. They have seasons on there as well. To where Didn't you can they make come out like 2010
1: ideas?
2: or something, something like that? Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, let's say something. let us me look. It. I got you. Let me look and it up. Because oh, I remember seeing it like on the
1: Walmart like shelves for like 20 bucks, like <laughs> in like 2012 or something.
2: Oh, uh, we're currently on season 19. If that. wow, that's <laughs> yeah.
1: crazy. And it's it's so competitive it's too because but... everyone's
0: trying to get like you know the highest level they can as quick as possible because it's like a race with each season it would be may 15th of 2012
2: wow. of seven years already i can't believe see
0: that. that's a good time period to have another sequel not like three or four especially for a competitive game it's just so weird how blizzard does their stuff too because i know this is probably the case but it seems like each game has its own like I guess crew and methodology about how they release this stuff and how the games work. Because so maybe Overwatch, the Overwatch crew is like, nah, we gotta make this like Call of Duty, and then the Diablo crew is like, no, nah, we need to like make sure this makes sense. I'm sure it's probably something like that.
1: Well, I feel like Hearthstone has been around for quite a few years now. When did that come out? Because that's oh, I you know, forgot been... that was a thing. <laughs> Hearthstone Even... is a thing, yes.
0: Even though that was ironically. Part of the reason why they have so much crap going on was because they banned a Hearthstone player, oh. <laughs> and I forgot about the game itself.
2: Um, Hearthstone released in March of 2014. That's pretty old. Well, it's it's five years old. It's, I'm more it's of a Magic the Gathering boy. That's why I, don't I really care you know about. I would probably personally as a Hearthstone
1: player, if I were one, and if they came out with like a Hearthstone two, I'd just be like, why? What's I the have point?
0: like four thousand cards in my freaking closet. Yeah, I
1: spent I spent 200, <laughs> two hundred two two hundred million dollars on this game, you know, and you got a second one coming out, and now I have to spend two hundred million more, you know. It's like
2: Well, did you know that Hearthstone, I believe, I've heard this in the, through the grapevine, that it has an eight-player mode coming out?
0: How does that work? I wonder. Ooh.
2: I have no freaking idea. I'm thinking it's probably like a like a built-in round robin system, Oh, but yeah, probably. Can you imagine totally eight people fighting? Like, no, they'd have to have whole new rules. I saw, I heard that though. I was like, man, I can only imagine. It's like
0: Magic the Gathering, for example, they have similar methods and styles of play for that as well to where you can be on a team or whatever. So, I mean, it's not impossible, but eight people total, that's a lot.
2: Yeah, apparently they already have a four player mode, so.
0: They should just do like a 50 v fifty one. So it takes forever <laughs> just to yeah, finish yeah. one round. They're like, okay, guys, not, what not happened? No, no,
2: Battle Royale, yeah, man. He dropped down with a certain deck, you walk around, you gotta find cards. You run into people out there like, I choose you, demonic servant.
0: See, that's that that will be actually the next battle royale. Because we had shooters. <laughs> now we need card game battle royales. That'd be the next
2: It hey, wouldn't that basically be like Yu-Gi-Oh! with like your, your your deck like arm blade thing that pops out? Like I don't know much about Yu-Gi-Oh! but like I always saw the thing like, man. Instead of playing that card game, you could just whoop someone's ass with that thing. Like, It's funny.
0: One of my mods this- who's watching is pretty big into Yu-Gi-Oh. I used to collect the cards as a kid, too, watch the show. Um, yeah, that show was
1: something
2: else. Yeah, I went from Pokemon to Magic. Uh, you know that's what a good puzzles me? You
1: know what, what puzzles me? Is, like, why? Okay, so I think I'm pretty sure the card game for Magic came out before the game did but Dude, like it I mean, can't, oh magic's old. oh yeah it's, it's older i, mean, I don't than even us. know how old it's, magic it's is, exactly but like, we at, at that point like why are you just like see I, I've, I've never gotten it I, I know some people like
2: like electronic card
1: games but like why not just play a card game you know like
2: Magic the gathering <laughs> came out when i was when i was four years old holy crap 1993 was, yeah, before I was born, is when magic the gathering first released
0: that's ancient, and I totally cut off code, man. What were you saying, code, man? <laughs> I I forgot what I was gonna say. Crap. When
1: um, so is that like an American thing then, Magic, or is that made in some other country?
0: Magic is you know? Wizards of the Coast, which is American, yeah. Okay, because they made D anD D, which you know, you know what D so is.
1: So Magic is America's Pokemon, basically.
0: Yeah, I'd say so. It's <laughs> the nerdier Pokemon, kind of, sort of. It's a very, well, very. Lose yeah, comparison, that's, that's... but it is one. It's <laughs> crazy though how much like the cards cost. Like some of the ones I had because you can get apps now to where you can scan the cards and they'll tell you the value, which is nice. Just like some random cards are like worth hundreds. I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> that's so crazy. Right?
1: Just a misprint on the card and it's just like worth a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that that too. Like something,
0: a misprint, they're just like, I want that so bad, I'll give you one thousand dollars for it. Like, okay
1: thanks i'll trade you my whole magic deck buddy for that one card it is competitive though man i can just imagine i can just imagine you know mom's basement everybody's sweating over a game of magic just like (laughs) sweating like pigs. just sitting there their shirts are all just drenched wet spots everywhere
2: Look at Boogie. Yeah, look at Boogie, dude. He's he's really big the magic. Boogie almost got to do a fist fight with a child. Like, come on. <laughs> Wait, in magic? In oh, a yeah. Magic dude, tournament he the table over and oh. was about to whoop this guy's ass. Oh, my God. No he's way. He's like a grown-ass adult. That's great.
0: There is some builds you could do in magic that can piss off people, though, so I could see why. The slivers? I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, Dwarven.
2: Vaguely. I, I haven't played in so long at this point.
0: There's this creature in that game, because I know... I'm not gonna to go too much further because I'm sure a lot of people who listen don't know much about magic or care. But there's a creature in the game called a sliver, to where each one gives the other sliver, like a ability that they all share. So if you get enough slivers down, they're like invincible, and it's really freaking annoying. And I have a deck made of those. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when you? They're banned in most places. You have, like your back
2: pocket. You're like, yeah, well. See, oh, you
0: beat me with a legitimate deck, huh? Let me pull out the douchebag deck. Have fun with that. There's some crazy cards to Yeah, it I mean. beat
1: you with my normal deck. Let me beat you with my meta deck now. Scrub.
0: <laughs> Get floored, buddy. Anywho, the last topic for the night is about the game Death Stranding. I'm sure everyone knows about Death Stranding if you do not. Oh, it is it a Kojima game that is about to be released very soon on the PlayStation and on PC, apparently next year, which I thought was awesome. Oh, I'm super
2: pumped, then. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, because I, I want to get it on PC because I do have a PlayStation 4, but I might as well wait so I can get the best graphics out of the deal. It's a super graphically intensive game and you're going to want good frame rate and all that jazz for it. I mean, I haven't heard much of the technical standpoint from it already. Because um, the game hasn't been released yet, but a lot of people have already freaking beaten it, which pisses me off. But yeah. And made reviews I on hate, it. <laughs> I hate that whole concept. Really. I do too. It's good for hype. So you know, hey, this is going to be good so I can buy it. But it's just like, there's people out there that have spoilers for a game that isn't even released yet. Come on. Like, And I almost did spoil most of it for myself because I had to compile data for this so I could talk about it. So. Oh. I won't try to release too much of that information because I'm sure everyone doesn't want to hear spoilers for Death Stranding. So I'm sure most people want to buy it. But um, basically, long story short, it is a oddball game because Kojima likes to make oddball games. Um, it's a post-apocalyptic world with these ghost people. And uh, your primary mission is to deliver packages. You're like, huh? that's kind of weird. But you're actually... Traveling through the countryside, delivering packages to settlements, and from the reviews I read from it, the gameplay is pretty solid. It's clunky at times, I guess, but with meaning behind it, it's like some games are clunky for a reason to add challenge, and if done correctly, can be fine. It's funny; one of the reviews I read was, "It's a glorified Quap simulator," <laughs> but apparently, it works out pretty well. But the biggest fun part about this game. Is the fact that the end sequence of the game comprises of a lot of cutscenes that total apparently up to almost two hours? So it's like a movie basically when you beat the game.
1: Really? Oh man, I thought that was ridiculous. Like the movie. I read that that was that's insane. Like some people
0: were like, no, that's not true. It's more like forty-five like minutes, 45 but minutes? a lot of people were saying two. 45 oh, yeah, so. is a lot. Yeah, it is. Either way, that is insanity, it's though. It's amazing. Um, wow.
2: One thing I have to say about that game is uh, all of the trailers that I've seen about it, because I've been following it for a while now. Um,
0: oh, the original ones made no sense, but yeah. But, oh, okay, so the, <laughs> the focus
2: on these strands that always link everyone, like almost like umbilical cords, freaks me out, and I don't know why. Like, it makes you feel uncomfortable, and it's just how it's presented, like how all of the, the, the spirit creatures or whatever are always connected to something. And then. The child obviously is super weird, but oh, the child is
0: the weirdest <laughs> yeah. part of it. And, um, but... God, the child thing, I was just like I hate anything like that. That's one of my things. If I see it in a horror movie or whatever, I just I do not like ghost babies. I do not like ghost children. They just need to get that shit the heck out of there.
1: Hard pass. Hard but it, pass. it's
2: like a master lesson in how to use the proper sounds. Is that game is very offsetting. Like that, the the I call it the clapper, that little thing that's on your, your shoulder. That when the 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 that thing's yeah, weird and, too. It, like all you hear is, and, like when somebody gets close to you, like what the fuck? <laughs> oh god, no, not again. Well, yeah, it's just it's crazy and like it, all it is is a giant like, like oh well, it's not giant. It's a small satellite like feed. It looks like a satellite dish, but it just slaps and it closes and opens really quick when you get closer to them. And, like, that sound alone is enough to freak me out in the in the videos. Like, oof. When I eventually play that game, it is going to be a rough one for me. Horror games are...
0: I can't wait to play it, though, because I know it's going to be a trip. They put so much time into this game, it's, like, ridiculous.
1: See, I don't know so, if I'm going to play it. This was,
0: like, talked about, what, like, a couple of years ago, almost? Am I, well, like, imagining yeah, that? Yeah, it was, like,
1: it started to be, like, revealed, like, a couple of years ago.
2: Well... Sort of. There's a lot of, of misconception in there, because he was working on PT a couple of years ago. So, mm. this game itself is his own standalone piece, but he, he's been alluding to a project for like about a year. Yeah,
0: because he got he got kicked yeah. from, was it Sony? Yeah. Yeah, and that's when he started the work on this thing. This is probably why they kicked him. They looked at a synopsis for Death Stranding, like, you can't work with it anymore.
1: Was it Sony or was it <laughs> Konami?
0: Was it Konami? I think it was Konami. Yeah, Whoever made Solid Snake, who is who helped them with that? That was the group, I believe. Okay.
1: Um, well, I mean, it was Konami uh, production. It was yeah, Konami. Konami? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yep. I might have misspoke. Oops, sorry. Sony. Because I guess if you got kicked from Sony, you couldn't make a PlayStation game because they kind of own that. So <laughs>
1: blacklisted.
0: <laughs> Look, Kojima, you gotta get the hell out of here, dude. This just crazy. Oh, that also reminds me, just to add another side note to this, it was funny, right before the podcast,
1: because everyone's talking about Death Stranding now, so,
0: where did I put that?
1: Well, while you find that, um, I, th- I just think it's nice, because, um, like, Norman Reedus got kicked from that, like, PT project, and they brought him back here, I, I don't know if that had anything to do with it, like him being cancelled from PT, but... It's good to see him in another game because, like, Norman Reedus, I like him as an actor. He's, he was really good in The Walking Dead and everything. And um, I just. That's the one cool thing they did about this tool they used actors,
0: yes. like, big actors for the characters.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And they're like, they look just like him, too. Oh, so it was pretty neat. It's surprising.
1: Adaption. Like, it's, it's come a long way.
0: I hope it's like the forefront for like other projects like that. It's just like it'll be the next acting medium for people, for like, big actors, is like games like this. So, like, movies and games, they're good. That'd be cool. But, um, yes, uh, I found what I was looking for. So, there was, like, a tweet out about the Death Stranding thing. Uh, Apparently, it's, like, a guy during one of the brainstorming sessions for this. He's like, Kojima was just randomly thinking about things and saying things out loud, as he typically does. I'm like, K, kept reading it. He's like, yeah, he's like, you know what would be weird? If we had just an image of a thousand dead whales, wouldn't that be crazy? And that's in the game. (laughs) He just thought of it out loud and put it in the game. It's like, alright. What's the dead whales gotta do with this?
2: Well, that's the best part about Kojima. Like he can think of these crazy weird things that no one like you like that serves no purpose and he will put it in the game. You'd be like, man, dead whales, what's that what's that mean in the story? It could mean absolutely nothing. He's just a weird dude. <laughs> He's just like weird yeah. guy. This could all mean nothing. Like you could literally. You could literally be a, a mailman in the normal world, but this is just how your character sees everything. Like he's like hiding from dogs because he thinks they're spirit people, or like, and like in reality, he's just like super sketchy dude walking around the neighborhood delivering mail.
0: That'd be such a twist if that was the true ending of it. He's just a mailman, but he's like on yeah. meth or something, so he's just imagining the whole thing.
1: <laughs> oh, it's Wakes terrible. up, it's an eight-bit paperboy game on the <laughs> Game Boy Advance. <laughs> do, do, do. Oh, please. Paper boy. Please,
2: alternate secret ending, please. Oh, my God.
0: Because apparently, though, that baby as well is super important. The baby, like, cries and it lets you know if, like, enemies are also nearby. Like, that weird, like, Clapper Yeah, the baby thing. powers it. And it cries through your controller on the PlayStation 4. I'm just like, I don't like oh, that. I really <laughs> don't get that. I,
1: is the baby, like, some sort of, like, supernatural baby? Is that is that what it is? They I use I the babies and they call them BBs. I feel like... I feel like... <laughs> The lack of context really just it confuses me a lot. Like the plot. From what and I that.
0: read, you kind of get filled in on it, but it's up to interpretation. So it's like an art piece game almost. I, I, if that. I think
2: sense. what from what I've gathered, like it's like a power source. It's like using these children as like a power source to. Yes. To, yeah.
1: They're slaving these kids in little jars, and you can
2: get upgraded kind versions of. of them too, which is hilarious. Like you see like different capsules in which the babies. Oh my late. god. So it's like, man, are you just upgrading? you just like swapping out babies? Like, is that a is that a resource in this game? Like, I need a
1: new baby.
0: The babies, which are called BBs, I'm not even kidding. The they're called BBs. BBs. They're called bike. Oh <laughs> I can't God. even say it with this stream. That's thing. so creative. <laughs> the BBs, they use them to detect paranormal stuff. Because I mean that's what the Death Stranding is all about. Well, that's Kojima what does a lot of paranormal movies. stuff
1: too. I mean, if you look at Metal Gear Solid 5, that was all like fantasy stuff as well, like, or sci-fi fantasy shit yeah yeah I don't understand well it is, with, it kind of mixed it with like a like an 80s like like tone you know like a normal 80s tone
2: with like you know a lot of this sci-fi stuff but well, what I don't understand is why couldn't they just use a damn dog like isn't that like they do that already like they already freak yeah. out with like I sense of like come on like you don't need to en to be children. Yeah. yeah right yeah, I mean there's, <laughs> you know you got dog Baby
0: and jar come Baby on who's done jar? that that's why he's like yeah. No one's done this. We're going to do baby and jaw. We're going to do baby and jaw over here. Okay. man, is going to be the paranormal
2: expert. <laughs> he's got a doctorate in paranormal activity. <laughs> Little baby man. And instead
1: of the uh, EKG reader or whatever from Ghostbusters, we're going to use this giant-ass like, flower-looking thing sticking out of a backpack.
2: Attached to a
0: baby.
1: Attached to a baby, yes. Oh, yeah.
0: The baby is the most important part. They should add co-op to this. I don't know how, but they should.
1: It should add couch cool. co-op.
0: <laughs> wait, wait a minute! I had the best idea. Okay, imagine this, co man. I get to play Norman Reedus, and you get to be the yeah! baby
1: in the jar. Oh my God! What do you think? Can you imagine being the baby in the jar, though? Just sitting there. Gima,
0: listen to me, man. This is this is a gold mine. Add co-op. Let's make people the baby
2: in the jar so they can cry at the. <laughs> they can cry at the speckers Can you imagine what the like what it would look like from the baby's perspective You got a tiny hole you're how looking about, out
1: of How about the matchmaking I need a new baby <laughs> Can I request a new baby <laughs> Kick him from the server There's no baby in the jar Just one spawns Bro, in dude, randomly I need a
0: baby right now man I need baby in jar Come on man This level is really hard I need a, I need yeah, a baby I, I need a jar. baby
2: to play with me 18 plus Come on
1: I need a rank five, baby. Not this rank one piece of shit right here.
2: 18 plus only, baby. (laughs) (laughs) The only way you talk to each other is through like post-it notes. You got to slap it over the thing so you can read it.
0: Norman Reedus takes the jar off and starts screaming at the baby in the jar. What the fuck do you want from me? Tell me where the fucking ghosts are. You point them out.
2: I swear to god I'll get the can opener.
0: Oh, oh my <laughs> don't make me get the salt again. <laughs> oh Kojima,
1: you wackadoodle. But that is so Kojima though, you know. That's that's him. And um, his signature, Guillermo I would Del say.
0: Toro was also in the game, and I feel like he probably had his hands in this to probably help him out. Because they were supposed to do a um wasn't it like a Silent Hill thing? Yeah, uh, a long time ago. I'm sh- I'm not sure if anyone. Isn't remembers that what that. PT
2: was supposed to be like the the, excuse me, the prelude to?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Kojima was like teaming up with the Silent Hill thing, and there's a tr- there's um a demo actually, and then it got canceled, which was pretty sad. Yeah, I, the demo was called PT. Yeah. I hate when stuff like that happens. It's just like, you know, it's going to be great, but then you just don't know what happens behind the scenes. So they just got to can the thing. Makes you wonder. But yeah, um, that is it about Death Stranding. I'm not sure if anyone else has anything else to say about that or maybe Kojima. I don't know. I just, I really want to see this multiplayer.
2: Come on, please. Yeah, multiplayer. the multiplayer needs to be added.
0: I would love to be a baby in the jar. I will volunteer to yeah, be. I want baby. to be a rank one baby. I, rank five, oh my yes yeah,
1: really though matchmaking with babies and stuff that'd be that'd be pretty sick actually. Just, it's like, dude, just I'm the to number one a baby in the world. I'm the number one spotter baby, supernatural spotter baby.
2: <laughs> ain't, ain't no one seeing I'm on these f- I'm, like I'll, me. I'll,
1: He runs a fiver or something. Like I'll pay you for rank five baby. <laughs> Anyway, like I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I might. I might not get this game. I. I don't know. It. it doesn't seem like my kind of game, personally. Um. But we'll. we'll have to see. We know mean, I'll look at the
2: reviews and stuff. How about this? Instead of getting this game, we just get Diablo Four. It was.
0: There you go. Get Diablo Four because it's probably going
2: to be really good. Well. Just don't think. Just do it. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Just don't good. say well. Sounds just good. say yes, yes. Yes, I will do this. Yes, I will. I will but uh, you. you are you are correct. Konami uh, kicked them out, and that's.
0: Oh, so that's what happened with yeah. that whole thing. Konami, they. It's all. It's all. Yeah, it's funny how that that ties into that. So it's all Konami's fault. So screw you, Konami.
1: Then they went, went and, and made Hill?
0: Metal Gear survive, and it was just like what. Well, think of it this way. That was freaking
2: weird. <laughs> what have they done? You played that. Too. I did. I, I what liked did you it. Think of that. It was it was good,
1: but it was just basically recycled Metal Gear Solid Five material. Turned into a zombie survival. Yeah. So, it didn't look all that fun to me. I mean, (laughs) zombie game (laughs) saturation. Like, you know. So,
0: you mean that That was really confusing because it's just like, why would Metal Gear go to the
1: zombies? I don't know. Alternate timeline universe that has no place being in the Metal
2: Gear universe. See, it's all about the aliens now. That's why GTFO was. Yeah. There you go.
0: Aliens. (laughs) Ancient anything aliens. that
2: you can slap a tentacle on is gonna be money. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a certain audience for that.
2: <laughs> oh geez. All right. You, yeah, you said it. That, you said it.
0: Yeah, I did say it. I did. That was my fault. I think that pretty much wraps things up here. Unless anyone had anything else interesting to say. Um any topics I might have not covered. On anything recent that might have happened?
1: I kind of think we, uh, we got them all. For, well, we probably didn't get them all, but
2: the, the important bits. Well, we got to save some for next time. I think we did yes. a... a- yes. Yes.
0: Oh, no, I know exactly. Hold on. This is what we should be doing at the end. So we had a community question last week uh, with our discussion about the D&D. That was well D&D-style game that was created by Wendy's. And we asked people if... Um, you know if they were playing obviously and what character they would create and it would have to be a character that was um, opposed against madam Wendy so like a opposing enemy if you will so let me just pull up my discord here real quick got a couple of answers and questions or just answers I just said the question look I'm tired leave me alone I'm more tired than you
2: I'm babbling over here. Who am no, I? No, I'm the tiredest.
0: We're, the, we're all tired around here. Okay, so that question though. What would your D&D character be for the Wendy-themed D&D game? If you're to fight, Madam Wendy. Uh, I got one from Papa Pandora, fellow streamer. He said the Burger Prince. I don't know who the Burger Prince is. I guess that would be yes. the son of the Burger King. And he said he would throw burger. So I said thank you for the input for that. <laughs> okay. He would whip Whopper Jr. Um. <laughs> Whopper Jr. Then also one of my mods from our stream, Spoopy, Spoopers329 actually. You'll probably see him here in chat. Um, I asked him that question. And he said, "Uh, what was that car uh, with the two guys who bantered in the Sonic commercial? I was like, those guys you would want to be them he said yeah they'd be perfect could you imagine the two guys from the sonic commercial
2: oh the Sonic, yeah like
0: what would they even do they'd be just sitting in a car talking (laughs) i don't know what there's
2: well the one guy would be super pumped to do it and the other guy would have no idea what's going on
0: (laughs) no their car would be the the most powerful weapon in the game they would just run over wendy
2: Yeah, no, they, they would be in a mech. That's what it would be. They'd oh just be God. in a mech and they'd be both controlling it, but only like oh one Lord. would have control the left and the right. So like they would have to work together, but they'd always have conversations in the middle, so nothing would ever happen. Roll
0: to avoid conversation. Ah, oh, crap, they're having one anyway. See, this is going
1: right over my head because I, I have no idea. Like, oh, like I missed this whole thing. So. Okay. Uh, okay so,
2: yeah,
0: just as a okay. filler in, because um, I probably didn't explain it all that well a couple minutes ago. We had a question last week, Code Man, to where. Um, long story short, Wendy's made a D and D style like campaign, but it's like with Wendy's characters and Wendy's food and Wendy's I I jargon and that. stuff. Yeah. So like, you can go online and download okay. it. It's completely free. I don't know why you would. It's Maybe I'll stupid. stream it tonight. But <laughs> I don't know. No, go ahead, no. do it, do it, do it. Hashtag Wendy's.
1: But um, we're thinking along Ash the King, lines Lord of. Well, side murder. note, do you remember? Um, <laughs> right. uh, I think it was like earlier, earlier this year. They were playing Rocket League. Wendy's was playing Rocket League. There was okay. All right, this is funny. Okay, They're um, they they were playing this Rocket League stream. They had Wendy in like this window, and she was just blinking. She was like an animated Wendy. And then, um, like this whole chat, myself included, we uh we tried to turn Wendy into a cam girl. And uh, it was 10% gameplay at one point, and 90% Wendy. It was it was it was the greatest day. It was so funny. You oh.
0: turned Wendy into a cam girl, one of America's <laughs> most treasured. Yeah, we absolutely. There I was. mean,
1: yeah, I mean, it was it was great though. It was it was a sight to see. But Damon yes,
0: meets. so the Wendy's, um, she would be in trouble though if the Sonic guys were coming in
1: at the car. She'd just get <laughs> run over. Sonic versus Wendy's. That. that would be that would be awesome to see on stream.
0: Alright, and then I had one last response as well from one of my other mods, Aaron. Um, this one's a little lengthy, so I'll try to get through it quickly. The question is a fast food themed character. This means that so long as I'm based off of something related to fast food, I'm good. So I don't have a mascot per se, so therefore I would choose to be an ice mage with incredible winter powers that can only be stopped by Domino's winter survival deal where you can get one large freshly made piping hot pizza and two scrumptious sides for just fourteen ninety nine. Wow. That's uh, pretty thought out, Aaron. That makes that a pretty powerful uh, wizard then because I, I feel mean, like the winter survival deal would only happen when it's winter time. So that means...
2: Which in theory though, if it was a really powerful winter mage, the deal would always be Oh, but therefore his weakness. Yeah, if Why he's such friend? a powerful
0: winter mage, then perhaps it's always winter around him. So that winter survival deal is always around the corner. I don't know how that would work.
2: Would it be this, the pizza specifically from that deal that was his weakness, or would it be that style? Of I know this one. There's I so mean, many questions. I, I need Alrighty then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll add it to the list. Thank uh, you.
0: Well, with that being said, though, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, germs and germettes that concludes the Geek and Ice podcast episode five. Special thanks to everyone out there that was tuned in today. Uh, special thanks to those listening to this now on Spotify or any other respective streaming platform. And a shout out to Sir Biscuit who couldn't make it today, who normally does this job and does it a lot better than me. So we're we're struggling here, man. I'm trying to find content. Come home, please. Come home, please. We're cold. <laughs> there's no food it's terrible but um yeah so we um typically do this every other saturday if anyone's interested in the live recordings Um, around 11 p.m eastern standard time and yeah that's pretty much it for that so i'm gorthal you can catch me live as well at my own stream on twitch it's just my name gorthal g-o-r-t-h-a-l you'll find me on the twitch and the twitter um I will let the shout outs commence for Mr Dwarvian, then codeman after so we can close this off
2: oh uh, you can find me on twitch as well uh slash Dwarven. If you don't know how twitch works by now then sorry <laughs> check me out uh play old manner of games I, I'm sure there's something there for you if not then tell me I'm stupid you know small spots because I get that the time
1: right and I am codeman the fox you'll find me playing Dirt Rally 2 usually, otherwise, uh, you know, other racing games. And I typically stream with Gorthal at least once a week, so look forward to that. Twitch.tv slash CodemanTheFox. I also have Twitter and Discord on my stream if you guys want to check that out.
0: I hope everyone has a splendid rest of their day slash night, and we hope to see you soon. And if you don't show up soon, then um, we're going to be really sad, and I don't think you would want that. But uh, adiós, mis amigos and amigas. We'll see you around.